Hello, this is Abigail Otabel, the author and writer of Fresh Oil Devotional. As always, it's with great joy that I come to you wherever you are listening to this audio in the world to either share God's word with you or any of the stuff that I do in terms of training or my talks on relationship, on life, financial empowerment, and others. But today, specifically, um, I'm going to talk on our program, which is dubbed, which is dubbed a life coaching Saturday. Normally, a, a program that I offer my women platform called Kingdom um, Women. Okay, so even though this is um, one that I shared on the platform, I believe that wherever you are in the world, whether you are a woman or you are a man, wherever you are, you'll be blessed. Hopefully by this relationship topic hallelujah and for you listening out there um for the purpose of this um talk i would just want you to understand that everything that i'm saying is based on the bible and of course i'm going to use the bible to do this teaching or this talk by the grace of god and so let us pray heavenly father i thank you for another opportunity to share your word and to be a blessing unto others. I pray that you, your spirit, will lead me to say what you want me to say, to teach what you want me to teach, oh God, so that we can build better relationships within our families, in marriages, at our workplaces, and wherever we are involved with others. Because you, we know that you knew that it's not good for a man or a woman to be alone. That is why from the onset, when you created Adam, you created an Eve. And therefore we pray the Lord, you teach us and your Holy Spirit will give us the understanding that we need so that we can have better and glorious relationships to be, to bring honor to your precious name. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Um, today's topic is so exciting to me. And I also think that the Lord led me specifically to look at this because many relationships are hurting and people out there, many people are hurting. And this is not just in marriages or in relationships leading to marriages, but it could be, um, relationship among siblings, relationship, um, among parents, relationship among children, relationship among work colleagues wherever you are relating with people you know this topic can come very alive hallelujah and i pray and i believe that the holy spirit is going to teach us a lot at the end of the talk in jesus name amen the topic that i'm looking at is titled dealing with hurts in relationships dealing with hurts in relationships so as i started um, what I'm going to share, hopefully by God's grace, I'm going to look at dealing with hurts, which is applicable literally in every relationship that we can, uh, may involve ourselves with. And also, um, you can apply the same principles that I will share or the point that I will share in that, um, relationship, um, that you have. Amen. Now, why is dealing with hurt so important 
And I mean, the question I'll ask you is, tell me who hasn't been offended before, just to start with. Tell me who hasn't been offended before. In fact, if I were to see you or if I was to have a conference, a relationship seminar or conference or the preaching service, and I just ask that how many of us have been hurt before, I trust that literally I will have almost every hand up because we have all been hurt before, okay? And then if I ask the next question, that how many of us have also hurt others before, I, I don't know, but I'm thinking I might not have the same, um, how do you call it, probably the same number of people. <laughs> because you see, what happens is that when you are affected by something, you feel it easily and you can own up for that. Then you uh, accepting that you have offended somebody. And so it is a very important topic, I believe. And I also um, believe that it's a very sensitive one and which has to be handled very, very well. I mean, over the, over the months, over the weeks, over the years, I've had people by God's grace come to me, myself, I've experienced heads, you know, that I have, I have people come to me, Abigail, I have experienced head from my husband or a wife, from a friend, and I'm finding it so difficult to forgive. And I believe that the Holy Spirit um, prompted me to share this, you know, so instead of me telling people one-to-one, -one, I thought that I would share this. And literally to the world, because um, after sharing it, you know, wherever platform I am on, I get to share it on my podcast, which is online, Abigail Otabo Anchor forward slash Abigail Otabel. And wherever you are in the world, once you click on that, by God's grace, you'll be able to listen to this message as well as all other messages or talks or preachings that I do by God's grace. Amen. And so just as I was saying, we have all, I mean, we have all been offended before, you know, and the other side of the coin is that I, for me, in my opinion, we have also offended other people before. Okay. And so you see in this life, as long as we are in this life, <laughs> you will be offended and, and, and someone will also offend you. Or say that is why there is no need to make too much big deal out of offense. There is no need, in my opinion, to make too much deal out of offense because we are all human beings and we, 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 are, we, we, we can, you know, offend others as well. So when you are, someone offends you, okay, be merciful, all right? Be merciful because we, it's all only by grace that we are all alive and we are all living you understand as a child of god and it's also important to understand that as children of god as believers we do not need to live our life the way as unbelievers okay it's very important as we are looking at this topic we thank god and all glory be to god amen now i just want us to read a few verses it's very very important and the first one is luke 17 1 and that is offenses will come. I mean, that's as I explained. Whether we like it or not, as we are human beings, we will be offended. Okay, so, you know, it's not the end of the world when you are offended. It's very important that you take note of that. So we're going to look at uh, Luke chapter 17, verse 1. This was Jesus talking. And he said that, speaking, he said, Then said he unto the disciples, It is impossible, but that offenses will come. It is impossible. 
but that offenses will come. So Jesus himself said it when he was on earth, that whether we like it or not, you'll be offended, I'll be offended. You know, in your marriage, it is possible your husband can offend you, your wife can offend you, your mother can offend you, your father can offend you, your friend can offend you, your colleague can offend you. So don't make too much big deal out of it. And don't behave as if because you have been offended, you can't live your life, okay? You must live your life. Jesus himself said it, that once you are a human being and once you're on earth, offenses will come. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Again, I just want to share another scripture which says in, let's look at Matthew chapter 5 verse 9. It says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God, hallelujah, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. My question to you listening to this audio is that, are you a child of God? If you are a child of God, then I'm beseeching you with the message of God that in order to establish peace in every relationship that you find yourself in, make sure that you deal with hurt or offenses, okay, and let go and move on with your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I believe you are being blessed. And what this is a, a very interesting um, verse that I love in the Bible. That is Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft, I mean, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? That was Peter asking Jesus, how many times should I forgive if someone does something to me? How many times? You know, how many times? Till seven times? But look at Jesus' respond in verse 20, uh, 22. Matthew 18, 22. If you are writing it down, Matthew 18, 22. And Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until 70, until 70 times seven. Please do the math. 70 times 7. If someone offends you in a day, 70 times 7. So my brother, my sister, as you are listening to me, I think you can understand. Aunties, uncle, and anybody listening to me or anyone listening to me, you do the math. How many times will someone do something to you before you forgive? Okay? Wow. And so it is very, very important. This is just introduction versus for you to understand that offense will come. It is possible that someone is going to hurt you. But remember what God's word says, the blessed are the peacemakers, for they are the children of God. And so if you accept that you're a child of God, it means you cannot keep offense. Or if anybody hurts you or offends you, you must forgive the person. And how many times are you supposed to forgive somebody? The verse says in Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 to 22, when Peter asked Jesus Christ and Jesus made it so clear, 70 times seven, you do the math in a day. Okay. So, which means that you don't have any excuse not to forgive anybody. Hallelujah. I'm being blessed and I hope you are being blessed. And so I'm going to give four practical ways that we can let go of offenses or how to deal with offenses. Okay. Remember the topic is dealing with hurt in relationships dealing with hurt in relationship number one understand it is a gift to yourself first if you let go or if you forgive someone number one understand that it is a gift to yourself first 
if you let go. It means that if someone offends you, if someone does something that really hurts you, no matter who the person is, it is a gift to yourself to let go. Do you understand? To let go. Now, the best way to look at the best way to look at this is when you look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 downwards, where Jesus showed us how to pray the Lord's Prayer. And Jesus said in it very, very clear that Father, when we pray, we should say, The Father, forgive our sins as we forgive others. Father, forgive our sins as we forgive others. Which means that God is going to forgive you on the condition that you forgive others. Amen. God is going to forgive you on the condition that you forgive others. Okay. So now understand it is a gift to yourself first. Now, the reason why I put this point uh, um, in this way is that many times when people realize that they are benefiting from things or they are benefiting from something, they easily do it. But if they think, I mean, that's a new human nature. <laughs> I don't need to explain that to you. But when they realize they are not going to get anything from it, you realize that they will be, you know, sort of showing signs of not being interested. So I want you to understand, because I have many people come to me, Abigail, I'm finding it difficult to let go. My husband, you know, cheated on me. My wife did this. Or, you know, my, my mom did this to me. My sibling did this to me. And a whole lot of my colleagues did this. You know, for marriage, I'll come to that. But what I'm trying to say is that when someone offends you, okay, and you let go, it is a gift to yourself. Why is it a gift? Because the word of God says, as a child of God, that even for, for God to hear your prayer, when you go down on your knees and you are praying and you hold a grudge against your sister, against your brother, against your husband, against your spouse, Whoever you hold the, the, the grudge against, God is not going to listen to you. God is not going to listen to you because you haven't let go. Why should he let go of your sins? And I believe that anytime we pray, we ask that God, if I've done anything wrong, please forgive me. If you're asking God to forgive you and you haven't forgiven your brother, I mean, be real. Do you want God to forgive you? It's something I want you to th think about. If you know that, you know, forgiving someone is a gift to you, then that is when you, you let go. How do you do that? By not speaking, especially when you are angry. You know, I found out this trick as years went by. Because as I told you, I've been at the married thing for some years now, by God's grace, over a decade. And I, 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 I realized that anytime you are angry, even not in marriage per se, but any, anytime you are angry, if you don't control yourself, you tend to say certain things that you're not, I mean, you not supposed to say in a way or on a normal day, you wouldn't make those comments. Okay, so what then happens is that you say something and then you regret later. And that really happens often when you are hurt, when you are disappointed, you know, or when someone offends you and you feel the pain right in your heart and you think, oh my God, you know, and then you, you just burst out. And, you know, the word of God is teaching us today that if you want God to forgive you in Matthew chapter six, verse nine, down was the Lord's prayer. God is saying to you that let go of that hurt. It's not worth it. And then you see, the more you hold on to a grudge inside you, it's your heart. And remember that your heart is the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. That is where Jesus lives in us. And so I, I believe that the Bible says that God is a jealous God. God doesn't want to occupy your heart with your husband, with your friend, with your mother, or with anybody who has hurt you. So it is a gift to yourself. Do you want the Holy Spirit to live within you? Or you want 
your friend or your spouse or whoever to live within you. So that's something for you to think about. Understand that um, forgiveness, if you forgive somebody, you know, how to deal with her if you forgive somebody, it's a gift to yourself first. And so as you do it, you are, you, are, you are the one who's going to benefit, okay? He's going to benefit. Don't have the idea that, oh, if my husband did something to me, my wife did this, or someone hurt me and I forgive the person, it means I've, I, I've left the person go without saying sorry. Is it worth it? What has sorry got to do with this? Is it worth it? We'll look at that later because I think it's in one of my points as well, okay? Brilliant. This is a sensitive point, so it will take a little bit longer than my usual talks, okay? Number two, hallelujah. I hope you're being blessed. Number two, bring your hurt to God in prayer and ask for the help of the Holy Spirit. Bring your hurt to God in prayer and ask for the help of the Holy Spirit to let go, to forgive that person. And why is this so important? You see, it is it's a surprising that as believers, we can go to God for so many things. And I think many people hurt, even in the church, because we haven't learned to take offenses to God in prayer. And as I was preparing for this topic and I was reading along, I saw this prayer that I thought, wow, how many people pray this prayer? The person said that, you know, if for instance, if your spouse has done something to you, go to God in prayer and simply say, just as an example, that, oh God, hallelujah. That is why you need to go before God and say, oh God, you know how I'm feeling. You know I'm really hurt. You know my husband did this to me. You know my wife did this to me. You know my colleague did this to me at work. And I'm finding it so difficult to let go. But as your word says that we should forgive one another, I pray for the strength to do so. And I believe that as I've prayed, you're going to respond to me. I believe that, beloved, these are some of the prayers. You have to, you have to feel free before God. I mean, that's what I, I put it exactly tell God how you feel. In fact, God knows how you feel, but it's humbling to go before him and tell him exactly how you feel. And I believe that once you tell God how you feel, he's going to give you the strength you need, you know, to let go. I don't know how he's going to do that. And you don't need to know how he's going to do that, but I know that some way he's going to do that for you. Amen. Now, when you look at Matthew chapter 5, um, verse 44, he says, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Can you imagine that? It means we don't have, you don't have, I don't have any excuse not to forgive somebody. Let me read it again. But I say unto you, Matthew chapter 5, verse 44, love your enemies. My sister, my brother, whoever you are listening to me, none of us has any excuse not to forgive anybody who offends you. Because the Bible is instructing us as believers, as children of God. Love your enemies, bless them that curse you. Okay? Do good to them that hate you. So even though someone has hurt you, God is saying that do good to that person. You don't have any excuse. Do good. Whether you have been spoken against, whether you have been maligned, whether whatever has been done to you. You were a human being. You feel the pain. It's all right. But God is saying that forgive and do good. Mm, how difficult that is. But God is going to give us the grace. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. 
Hallelujah. I want us to look at Romans chapter 8, verse 26. That is when it's saying, I'm saying that it's very, very important for you to ask the Holy Spirit to help you in dealing with hurt and offenses. It says, Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be ordered. Okay, which cannot be altered. So it's very, very important that we seek the face of God to help us, to give us the strength that we need. Okay. Hallelujah. And he says, verse 27, if I can add that, he says, And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is in the mind of the spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. According to the will of God. So when you pray and you seek the face of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit knows exactly what to do and how to help you deal with offenses or anybody who has offended you. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. I hope you're being blessed. I am being very, 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 very blessed. Amen. Amen. I hope you're being blessed. So the third point, the third way that you can use in dealing with hurt in relationship is to reconcile with that person, whoever it is, whether your husband, your wife, your friend, whoever it is, through forgiveness. Reconcile with your partner, with your mother, whoever offended you through forgiveness okay and i want us to quickly look at um, hebrews chapter 12 verse 14 it reads follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the lord follow peace with all men so which means that god encourages us to follow peace and what is peace reconciliation after you have been hurt reconciliation is very 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 important it's very very important that you reconcile with the person and how can you reconcile with the person if someone hurts you if i hurt you or if someone offends you and if you don't prepare for reconciliation you you cannot you cannot you know you, you cannot deal or you cannot relate or deal let me use this word you cannot relate with the person all right so the best way to reconcile the best way to reconcile is when you you, you have to make the first effort through forgiveness by forgiving the person is very very important okay and as i said reconciliation starts with forgiveness let us read um colossians chapter 3 verse 13 colossians chapter 3 verse 13 says forbearing one another and forgiving one another if any man have a quarrel against any even as christ forgive you so also do you i'll read it again colossians chapter 3 verse 13 I think when I, if I start from the verse 12, it's better. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 to 13. And I read, Put on therefore as the elect of God, as children of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, bowels of mercies, kindness. You have to be kind, okay? Humbleness of mind, meekness, and long-suffering. When you're able to take a lot of, should I use this word? I don't want to use this word, but... Even you can see that the situation is very annoying, but you have you, you, you are long suffering, you're able to take a lot of pain, a lot of hurt. It's part of life. That's what the word of God is saying. So don't say that, hey, as for me, I, I don't tolerate nonsense. As for me, I have to just do this. As for me, no, 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 no. That's not what the Bible is saying. The Bible is saying that if you're a Christian, you should be long suffering. Exactly what Christ went through on the cross for you and me. Amen. Verse 13 says, For bearing one another. For bearing one another, husbands and wives, very wives, very, very important for bearing one another. Some wives are not patient at all. 
They don't have the fruit of patience. Just like they can't, they don't have the fruit of patience at all. The slightest thing, then it means they have to just go at their husbands and wives. Learn this. No man, or whether you are, if you are in a relationship, no man wants to be with a woman who who's who is always shouting at them and who is always making them feel as if you know they are the worst thing that ever happened to them if you are with your husband and you always do that my sister my friend what you are doing is that you will not get the best out of the man because every man trust me would would would, would want to settle in a place that they have peace and peace and quietness okay they would want to be in a place where they are accepted for who they are i'm not saying that if they are misbehaving or if they are doing anything, you know, that is bad, accept and tolerate it. That is what long-suffering means. You are already in a relationship in, t- in terms of a marriage. You are already in the marriage and you are being here. Once you have, you are, you are, it is being dealt with or once it is being spoken to, even if the person is doing something that you don't like, it is very important that you know how to portray, or sorry, it's very, very important that you know how to convey your message is very very important it's very 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 important okay so for for forbear one another and forgive one another my wives my husbands whoever you are my aunties my uncles my nieces my nephews the bible says we should forgive one another that is what makes reconciliation important and the truth of the matter is that as i've written here forgiveness is easy for some people but i i do understand and i do accept that it's not easy for others some people are very emotional you know when people say for me i'm very emotional my husband did this to me this one did that to me my work colleague did that to me if you look if you are somebody who would always keep the heads and pacing you you you, you will struggle in life. You will struggle in life. And just to give this scenario, I always say that people who are close to you are most likely to offend you than people who are afar. And so people will say that I didn't expect my husband to do this. You know, I didn't expect my wife to do this. I didn't expect my mom to do that. I didn't expect my dad of all people to do that. In fact, my very good friend whom I've eaten, you know, in the same bowl, I've drank the same from the same cup. In fact, I've eaten with the same spoon, you know, and so many things. And so you, you, then you put your hand on your chest. This is a woman I've helped. This is a lady I've helped. In fact, someone will say, I took care of this lady or this man when he was in the university, thinking we're going to marry. And then at the end of it all, he just threw the towel on my face and refused to settle down with me. And so I can do anything, whatever, but I cannot forgive such a person for, go, for, you know, for what I've been through. My beloved brother or sister, whoever you are, and someone has offended you, this is what the Bible is saying. The Bible is saying in Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. This is not written by Abigail Otabel. <laughs> Amen. Are you listening? This is written by the King of Kings, the God of the universe, the one who created you and me and gave us the breath of life, which I am using mind this moment to share God's word with you. That it is very important that we forgive one another. Probably if I wrote, if I wrote it, probably I'll say that forgive certain ones and don't forgive certain ones and this and this and that and that and that. But that is not what it is. I didn't write it. The Bible, God wrote his word and he says that forbear one another, forgive one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. That's it. That's why I love the Bible. Case closed. None of us has any point to say I can't forgive. He says that just as Christ forgave us, 
Imagine Christ on the cross. He was beaten. He was part on. He carried all our sins. Everything that we did. Christ carried our sins and forgave us. And so we also need to forgive one another. No matter what it is. That's what the Bible is saying. No matter what it is. We must learn to forgive one another. And listen to this. The truth of the matter is that when it comes especially to marriages, that people will say that, no, I didn't expect that my husband would cheat on me or my wife would cheat on me. I do understand and I do know that infidelity or, you know, cheating on your husband, cheating on you or whether the wife is cheating on the husband, whatever it is, is very sensitive. And so sometimes letting go becomes an issue. Sometimes if someone will say, I need time. For me, my advice to you is that what you need may not be time per se. What you need is Jesus. What you need is Jesus. And, you know, as you look at Jesus' face, as long as the person has, has confessed, as long as the person has asked for forgiveness, sometimes, you see, the thing is that, let me finish with that, has asked for forgiveness, let go and move on with your life. Then someone will ask me, Abigail, my husband is doing this, my wife is doing that, and you see, the way he or she is behaving or whoever the person is, the person has not even asked for forgiveness. Then I will take you back to the first point. Understand that forgiveness is a gift to yourself. My sister, my brother, whoever is listening, how long can you live with that pain? How long are you going to live in bitterness? Because someone has hurt you. You see, the truth of the matter too is that most of the time, the people who have hurt you, they are not even aware that they have done anything wrong. And so you will live in unhappiness. You will live in pain. You will live in so many things, so many going through so many emotions. And the person is living their lives and moving on with their lives. And sadly, you may be there living in bitterness. And I don't even want to go there. I will deal with bitterness as a topic later. I mean bitterness as a topic later. And you realize that bitterness is not good it has it's even health issues later on in life and then the worst is that when you die in bitterness you're going to hell that's what it is if you don't have the grace of god on your life because it's one of the things that god does not like the bible speak against bitterness because as you know we all came to christ because god forgave us our sins I mean, bottom line, that is what it is. God did not remember our sins. He, I mean, by the blood of Jesus, God has forgiven us. No matter your sin, no matter the level of sin that you have committed, God will forgive you or has forgiven us. And likewise, God expects that we also forgive each other. That is the bottom line. None of us has an excuse. If God has been able to forgive us our sins, then we should also be able to forgive one another. So as I said, you don't need time. What you need is Jesus. Go before him and pray that he gives you the, the way out of any situation that you are dealing with. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So I said that I just want to end on this point. That is very, very, reconciliation is very, very important. That is why I've taken my time to share on it. And then I, as I said, whether the person asks for forgiveness or not, my sister, my brother, don't, don't, I don't need you to explain things to me. The Bible has said everything. But just as Christ forgave us, let go and move on with your life. I'm, I, I'm telling you, in all humility and by the grace of God, it's not worth your life. It's not worth your life. No one deserves to be in your heart apart from Jesus. Amen.
Amen and amen. The, the final point, number four, says replace your anger, your hurt, your pain, disappointment, whatever, the offense or hurt that you have experienced with kindness and compassion. And someone will tell me, or will ask me, Abigail, how can I do that if someone so close to me like this has hurt me? And as I said in the third point, reconciling or reconciliation with the person um, who hurt you, Amen. Reconciling with the person, uh, reconcile with the person who hurts you through forgiveness. You know, it's very, very important that you replace your anger, your hurt, or your disappointment with kindness and compassion. Amen. I want us to read from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 to 32. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 to 32 says, Let all bitterness, bitterness has come up again, and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and then the verse 32 says and be ye kind one to another tender hearted forgiving one another even as god for christ's sake hath forgiven you i'll read it again let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. So remember this word, this tagline. Even if, if, even if you don't remember anything that I shared in this audio, remember this, for Christ's sake. That's the tagline I want you to remember, for Christ's sake. So if you're there and someone hurts you or something happens, you're so angry, remember this, for Christ's sake, I will let go. For Christ's sake. So that's the summary of all that I'm talking about. For Christ's sake, just let go. Because God said that he forgave you and me for Christ's sake. For what Christ went through on the cross, he has forgiven you and me. So for Christ's sake, please let go and live your happy life. And how can you do that? You need to replace your hurt and your pain and your your anything uh, your offense or some the offense that someone or someone has offended you whatever that has been done to you that makes you feel the pain and pinch and the bible is saying that replace it with kindness and compassion be compassionate you know towards each other because that is what god was compassionate to us when we all offended him and when we we were all sin the bible says that we whilst we're all sinners christ died for us <laughs> christ died for us amen beloved it is to rem- it is important to remember that we've all sinned and we've all offended god if i can put it that way but from time and time again God keeps forgiving us, okay? I'm not saying that, I'm not making excuses for people who offend. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that the Bible is showing us that no matter the kind of relationship, whether we are married or whatever relationship we find ourselves in, when someone offends you, remember that anytime, from time to time, you also, you know, you also sin and God keeps forgiving us over and over again. And I believe that, you know, in this life, the Bible says that God is you know, changing us every day to be like Christ. God is changing us every day to be like Christ. And I believe that one of the ways that God humbles us and God works on us and changes us is our relationship with people. And so sometimes when you're going through a tough time in your marriage or whatever relationship that you're going through, perhaps, just pause, God is teaching you something. Sometimes you may be struggling or you may be going through a tough time in your marriage. Maybe God is just using that to 
to to to um how do you call it to teach you i'm not saying he's in a, in, a, in a wrong sense but you know to bring you closer to him to show you the importance of you being humble and not depending on yourself probably you being the way you're being treated at work that is not the way you should have been treated probably probably god is teaching you to be patient you haven't gotten where you want to be and you think that you deserve much better but god is teaching you my daughter my son be patient at the right time, I'm going, to, I'm going to come through for you. So I believe that God uses our relationship, the stress we go through, the strain we go through, the happy times, of course, that we go through to conform us and to change us, to, to, to be closer to the image of Christ. Amen. And I also want to say that um, when you are offended, you have two options. You know, when you're offended, you simply have two options. And I'm giving those options. As a child of God, when you're offended, you know that your option is just one. Is that God says you should forgive, so you just have to forgive. That's it. But then again, you have an option if you want to do the, way, the things the way um, the unbelievers do. That truth for a truth, you understand. And so when somebody offends, you also want to do something to equalize the offense. But you and I know that as children of God, that is not the right thing to do. The right thing for you, for us to do is that when someone offends us, no matter what it is, God's word says, forgive. And that is the word that we all need to remember. For Christ's sake, again, for Christ's sake. I would like to end um, this talk by reading to you Matthew chapter 18 verse 21 to 35, as fast as I can. Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 to 35. And to summarize to you, that is not me telling you that when someone offends you, you should forgive. But it's God that is speaking with you to forgive. Amen. Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 to 35. And I read, Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 to 35. Then came Peter to him, to Jesus, and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Till seven times, verse 22, Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy-seven, seventy times seven. I'll take it again, but until seventy times seven. Verse 23, therefore, is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servant? And when he had begun to recon, one was brought unto him which owned him ten thousand talent. But for as much as he told he had not to pay, his lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife and children, and all that he had, and payment to be made. Verse 26. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. 27. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion. The word is compassion. And loosed him and forgave him the debt. Verse 28. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which, which owed him a hundred pence. Remember, he owed him 10,000, but he, someone is owing, uh, owing the seven hundred pence. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. Mercy. 29. And his fellow, fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Verse 30. And he would not. 
but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. Can you imagine? So this same seven that the Lord was compassionate, he wasn't compassionate. I, I go on. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgive thee all that debt, because thou desirest me. Verse 33. Shouldn't, shouldest not thou have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? So Jesus is asking you and me, that why are you struggling to forgive your husband, your brother, whoever it is, what the person has done to you? Have you forgotten that Jesus has been compassionate and has forgiven you? That is what God is saying here. And his Lord was wrath and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due him unto him. Verse 35. So likewise shall my heavenly father do also unto you, if ye from your hearts forgive not every, everyone his brother their trespasses. I'm saying it again, verse 35 of Matthew 18. 18. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if ye from your heart forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. I think it's a good place for me to end. That this was Jesus explaining a parable of a servant who did not forgive when someone was owing him 100 of that currency at that time. When he had been forgiven 10,000. Beloved, I perfectly understand. I have been hurt before and I know how painful it is. But for the sake of God and for the, for the sake of Christ, just as the word of God has taught us, none of us has any excuse to let go. I'm trusting God that by the grace of God, probably I'll bring you a part two of this because I think that there's a lot for us to learn in. But wherever you are and you have heard this, I pray, my prayer is that you depend on the Holy Spirit. No matter how painful it is, no matter how many times you have shared tears, let go and let God. I remember as I'm ending, a, a lady contacted me and said, Abigail, my husband offended me, cheated on me, and you know he, he begged of me, came with a prayer and he apologized. Even though he claims he has stopped and I think he has, I'm finding it difficult to let go. And I told the lady, speak to Jesus about it. And he, he said that anytime something happens or something comes up, then I, I repeated to him, you did this and you did that. And I said, that's not the way to go. How would you feel if anytime you go to God, he reminded you, Abigail, have you forgotten two weeks ago you, you did this? Abigail, have you forgotten last year you did that? Abigail, have you forgotten that you did that? That is how you make people around you feel if you don't forgive them. For Christ's sake, as the Bible has taught us, let go and let God. And I believe that as we depend on the Holy Spirit, He's going to make a way for us and he's going to he's going to heal us all our pains and our disappointment and he's going to come through for us hallelujah amen i believe if you have been blessed in dealing with in, in handling this topic dealing with hurt in relationship number one understand that it is a gift to yourself 
first. And so you have to let go. Number two, bring your head to God in prayer and ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Number three, reconcile with anybody who has offended you through the spirit of forgiveness. And the final one, number four, is replace your hurt, your anger, your disappointment with kindness and compassion and love those who have hurt you. Pray for them. And I believe that as you pray, you know, People easily quote, or Christians easily quote, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. That is one of my favorite um, scriptures. And I know it is your favorite scripture as well. That is why I want to end with this. If you can do all things, if you can pass your exams, if you can get married, if you can give birth, if you can preach the gospel, if you can do everything through Christ who strengthens you, then I also want to encourage you. You can also forgive through Christ strengthens you hallelujah let us pray father i bless your precious name for teaching us through your holy spirit how to deal with hurt how to deal with offenses i pray and ask that your holy spirit will be with us and your holy spirit will direct us and show us ways and help us to let go and allow you to be the guide of our lives in jesus mighty name i pray that anybody who has listened to this message and is hurting lord i pray that you will heal and you will restore because i know your power i know your power can and will if we open up to you thank you for taking and, and, and healing us all our hurts and pains and disappointment. We release all those who have offended us by faith in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for answered prayers in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Beloved, if you have been blessed, this has been with this topic. This has been Abigail Autobill. You can visit my website on abigailautobill.com and then you can follow all the stuff that I do. You can visit my relationship um, website, which is www.coupleclick.net, www.coupleclick.net. And I believe that you'll be encouraged by some of my articles or if, if all the articles that I've written. And I pray that you'll be blessed and you'll be blessed and as well also share um, this audio with others. As always, as I end, for Christ's sake, let go and let God. Don't hold anybody. Nobody is worth being in your heart apart from Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Until I come your way again, as I always end, keep praying, keep pushing until you realize your God-given dream. God bless you so much. Shalom.